You're listening to the Our Town Reno podcast with KWNK LP 97.7 FM in Reno, Nevada. I'm your host, Jacob Kostachowski. Today's episode is a little unconventional as we were unable to record at the studio and did an at-home recording instead. On this episode, we'll be talking to local business owner Francesca Martinez. But first, a word from our sponsor and then back to this week's episode. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcast. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at, at the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School of Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. Hello and welcome to the Our Town Reno podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Kostachowski, and today I'm with Francesca Martinez. Francesca, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Francesca. I run Bad Apple Vintage uh, and local... Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're all good. Um, so, Francesca, just uh, tell tell us a little about yourself, um, your business, like what you do. Uh, uh, I run... The vintage shop, a little vintage shop called Bad Apple Vintage in Midtown. Uh, I sell a mix of vintage clothing from 80s, 90s, early 2000s, as well as independently made goods, local goods, um, some wholesale stuff that's just like cute and inexpensive, um, reflecting kind of like style or whatever we or I like really, or whoever me and like whoever is at the shop like. Um, yeah. Cool. Um... So I'm kind of curious, like, what your process of, like, finding the, like, the materials that you sell, because I know that some of it is thrift, and then mm-hmm. some of it is, like, new stuff, so kind of, what's your process on that? So actually, a lot of our, I mean, if not all of our vintage clothes is not thrifted, mm. uh, we go to rag houses, and rag houses are pretty much places that collect vintage goods that overflow um, from thrift stores or donation bins that they can't possibly, like, work through in thrift stores so they like get sent into rag houses and sometimes rag houses open up so vintage buyers can come through so they have to hit a minimum have to have the license like it's very like official I guess but then some of those people also kind of curate um for vintage buyers specifically because if anything their main business is exporting those goods which is kind of problematic too because it's also like you know capitalism and like fashion <laughs> but it's i don't know it's like it still helps in some way you know and it also makes it easier for us to like go through and like pick and sort what we want um yeah so we usually do that like every few months um we like hand select everything uh, we fix everything if there's like any repairs that need to be done um, and as for all like the new new stuff, uh, pretty much a lot of it is like at least like the independently made stuff. We like find them online, like just going on social media and like check I don't know like window shopping online and hitting them up or like finding them um, through other vendors or them hitting us up. And then local artists also kind of do the same thing where. Um, we'll like see them at a craft fair or sometimes they'll like come into the shop and like ask about it. Um, which is nice because it's like, yeah, of course, like why not? Um, but it also has to like reflect like kind of the vibe, you know, which is kind of hard to tell people directly because you don't want to be that guy, but also like, 
uh, we have to, you know, boundaries, right? Um, so I guess that's the main way we get everything. Yeah, I think that's like the solid response. <laughs> so, like, when you're at the rag house, what's what's your kind of process of like finding what you guys want to take, or like what you guys want to get to to sell? Well, now that we've been like open for. Mm, about seven years now like before it was just me and my partner Nathaniel um picking and it's oh gosh I don't really know how to describe like it's just stuff that I find like cute or <laughs> something that I can see someone else in town styling really well I think that's more so it I feel like I see the people that come through the shop and I'm like oh like I could totally see them in this or like this person would style it this way or this would be a cute way to style something if they wanted to do this so keeping that in mind as well as just like finding anything like interesting or cool like for especially like t-shirts like just love seeing like weird stuff or like what is this like what um that's kind of i guess it's really hard to pinpoint like what exactly we're looking for because it's um it's just things that are exciting like things that i'm like oh my gosh like that's so cute or <laughs> which sounds like so corny but it's also like realistic with like just buying in general for a store it's just like what do you like what your customers like just thinking about it and kind of what's because I feel like your shop definitely has like like you said you you kind of recognize your customers and try to kind of build like what they might so what's the kind of community that you try to like foster within like your shop itself Ooh, I think well I really love the DIY community here in town as well as like subcultures um has been like a big part of like my I guess existence and like uh, my influence in existing, right? Where, um, I, oh gosh, I don't even know. I guess like admiring, cause, okay. Cause I feel like style has evolved with like social media and stuff like that nowadays, but back in the day and how I still see like fashion, I feel like fashion is a way of like kind of signaling to others, aside from other reasons, but like signaling like, oh, I'm into this stuff or like, this is what I like because you can, you can kind of just like tell the, vi <laughs> tell the vibe, I'm sorry saying the vibe is like you know a thing but i guess like how uh their style is reflected with their likes right is something i admire or i guess i don't know i'm rambling now no i was just kind of curious like um because you touched on a little bit with like the diy community yeah. um but like what other like aspects uh and like kind of community like factors that you try to like incorporate in like whether it be like inclusivity or yeah. things like that. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, see, hmm. okay, I have, to I have to process and then respond. No, you're, perfe you're perfectly fine. Because um, I do really try to be inclusive in terms of like sizing for sure. Um, and like the things that I run into, which is like warehouses not having stuff or things just like not looking as like fashionable because of... Um, again, like, fashion industry, even, like, back then, um, but I guess just, I guess I don't even know how to answer that question, because, like, community and, like, fashion, I find are so different, and, like, I guess the way I view community is very different, like, separate from styling. Yeah, and if you yeah. want, just, uh, talk about how you, <laughs> how you view community, and, uh, kind of the communities in Reno and uh, yeah. like okay. how you exist kind of within this community. Oh, okay, for sure that I think, okay, now I'm, I'm on board now. Um, well, I think the community here, because I've, what I've also been drawn to Reno and like their community or our community is that like 
everyone here is so supportive and like down for whoever has like an idea like people are just open to talk about it and everyone's like friendly because you see people a lot so I think just like that niche of running into people all the time and I don't know becoming friends over time it like just creates like a bond um which I think is really cool and very sweet and like very unique to Reno like I feel like in a big city in a big city it's really hard to do that because like you see someone one time and never again and then here it's like oh like I've seen you a few times like hey what's up so I think that's like what's really cool and I think in the shop okay here we go I'm gonna tie it in like in the shop because we see like customers like come through a lot and like um we're pretty chatty because it's like oh yeah we just talk and like be nice and like get to know everyone there um that like I don't know we get to really know people and like hear their stories even in like shopping like it's kind of like a way sometimes people like really talk about their lives and we really get to know them and I find that so like sweet and like just really kind of amazing that kind of makes me cry but when I think about it in like a moment you know I'm just like wow like these people like don't even know us but they also do now because they were just like willing to open that door and like have that conversation so I think even that I think that's what I love about all of it and like that's the kind of community that I was like okay this is sick like I I growing up in like Vegas and LA like it just it wasn't like that at all mm. and like here I'm like wow this is like really cool like <laughs> like everyone's like friends and, you know it's nice it's sweet we will continue this episode momentarily but first a quick word from other podcasts in Reno you should listen to to keep up on what's happening in the local art community? Double Scoop always has the scoop on that. Want to know which exhibitions, parties, and other art events are happening this weekend? Follow us on Instagram at DoubleScoopNevada and listen to KWNK 97.7 FM for our Short Scoop Art Events Roundup. If you're an artist and you're looking for places to show your work, we have lots of opportunities listed right now. To find them, visit doublescoop.art slash events and filter for Call for Artists. If you'd like to follow all of our art news and meet local artists, you can sign up for our email lists at doublescoop.art. like podcasts well we have a podcast from you this is sean from up in the mix this is della photo do you like to get into a random wormholes of conversation do you like to learn about the culture from sneakers to hip-hop music to basketball then we have a podcast just for you we have one called up in the mix it is available on all streaming platforms from spotify to apple check us out up in the mix.live on instagram twitter facebook salud Welcome back to the Our Town Reno podcast. I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm back here with Francesca. And I feel like I see um, like you in the shop kind of help, help out a lot in different like community events and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Could you talk to that a little bit? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been trying to figure out things for a little while, so I feel like I haven't been able to like divide my time to kind of like facilitate anything, or not facilitate anything, but like uh actively do community things as often as I did before just because of like personal life stuff and like 
just kind of navigating like personal time and like business time as like you know been doing this for a while I should figure that out but um I don't know I think it's really for me personally and because I am part of the shop it reflects in the shop but I feel like contributing to like your community and like things that are important to you um to help out the whole you know it's not just like you and the community it's like for everyone else like it's really important to like participate in things like that like to really like put your like because your voice matters right not to be like like I know that's like a saying but like it's true like if you want something done like do it like if you want to see a change in something and you're going to complain about it like you should do something about it like there's like I don't really get I mean I do get like when people complain about stuff but also like if you're not doing anything then I don't know why you're complaining so much you know like I think it's really important because Reno is so small also that it's like I think if you step up enough like you'll see that change like I know there's been some things recently that have been kind of sus but like I still it's still important like you're still being heard yeah do you feel that um like the Reno community has been like very fruitful for like you personally in your business like do you think that um like the Reno community as a whole has been like supportive for you yeah yeah totally like everyone's like it's just really wild to me that this is even like that my life is the way that it is now, you know, like never would I have expected all of this. Like even to to come this far and like to see how like one, the shop has evolved, but also how, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> it's just like a wild thing to see, like how like, you know, more people even visiting or like seeing it, experiencing it for the first time is like, still an organic experience that we're seeing you know does that make any sense mm -hmm. like seeing their first reactions and then seeing people that have been there for a long time and like seeing how they've reacted to seeing how it's changed is very special and like validating you know but yeah yeah i think i forgot it rambles again <laughs> no Sorry. you're all good um actually that is all i have for you right now okay um, cool <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to say thank you for coming on. Um, yeah. This will be uh, a great, great episode. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it comes out. Yeah, thank um, you for uh, interviewing me. Yeah. Uh, do you want to plug yourself, plug the shop a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, come through to Bad Apple Vintage at 1001 South Virginia Street uh, around the roundabout in Midtown. Uh, we're open from 11 to 7, Wednesday through Saturday, and noon to 5 on Mondays and Sundays. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Our Town Reno podcast episode. Here we have stories about gentrification, life on the streets, the affordable housing crisis. Find us on Facebook at Our Town Reno, at OurTownReno.com, and on Instagram at BiggestLittleStreets. Check back in for next week's episode or delve into our archives and remember, help each other out.